do it. Okay. In three, two, one. From the studios in Canada. Whoever wants to start. Let's just start like that. I think that's the best okay. way to start. It's a, it's a casual podcast. Let's keep it casual. We don't need to start. Yeah. We're, already, so, we're already here. We are already here. And as the title of the podcast says, we are figuring it out. Did I say that correctly? You yes. did say it. Nice and it slow. Did, it didn't sound oh. like the other thing. Figuring it out. Yeah, figuring <laughs> the, it the, out. The one that we, you know, when when I when we uh, find out the name, basically you found out, and I tried to pronounce it for the first time. And uh, what do you say? Should we introduce ourselves to the audience and also to the people who are watching this on the YouTube channel? Absolutely, Emilio, you're already chatting, so go first. Hey, everybody. I'm Emilio Takas, and uh, I'm a filmmaker, editor, photographer, but generally a multifaceted creative professional that I'm coming from long, long way, Athens, Greece. And uh, I run a self-titled YouTube channel that I teach things in Final Cut Pro. And also, randomly, I review gear and tech, more specifically to the video and photo parts of sites. Nice to be here, and I'm going to try to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, why don't you go? My name is Chris, and uh, I don't really know what to call myself anymore. I think I make videos, and I put them on the internet, and I teach people how to make videos like those videos, and I teach people about the gear that I use and how to use it and uh, talk about the things that I like, the things that I don't like, I try and keep it real. And uh, I'm a freelancer as well. I make uh, wedding films. I work with brands and shoot commercial stuff. YouTube channel is self-titled, and I know you guys because of YouTube. So, hello. Nice to be here. Yeah, it's kind of cool how uh, all of us kind of just met on the internet, and now we're like friends and we're starting like a podcast together. But yeah, my name is uh, Tosif Hussain. Also, YouTube channel is self-titled. Um, I make, I'm, my background is actually in finance. Uh, so I did like my whole charter accountancy and everything like that. Went pretty deep into finance, uh, but kind of realized like my passion was about creating content and just being, uh, you know, unfiltered and just having the ability to kind of put my thoughts uh, on video and be able to show other people was what I really love doing. So I started a YouTube channel and I make videos about tech, uh, filmmaking, lifestyle, just mix of stuff. So that's pretty much where I'm at. Nice. Yeah. That's us. That's all three of us. And we're here to do a podcast and figure it out. First of all, to introduce ourselves to the audience as well. We're YouTubers. We're content creators. So basically on this podcast, we're going to discuss a lot of uh, content creators related stuff, right? And of course, gear on how, what we used to suit, how we suited, maybe techniques. Um, the side effects of being a YouTuber or a content creator, how we organize our days or for people who do also a day job or they want to quit their day job and continue to go full-time YouTube and um, what do you say different ideas that uh, we could say for example on this podcast yeah I think I think that's 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 great I think that pretty much 
the whole idea was that we wanted to actually start and put together something, but we weren't really sure what we're going to do. And that's the name of the podcast. Um, and I guess as we kind of just go along, we're going to be introducing like different topics. The, the whole theme of this is going to be kind of laid back, relaxed. So nothing too, you know, serious. So that's the goal. And I think maybe we can start off by uh, just talking about how we eventually actually got to this point where we are right now. And I think it all started with Clubhouse. So I, I, just to get your thoughts, guys, what, what what do you think went wrong with the whole Clubhouse thing we were doing? Because we initially tried to start something like this on Clubhouse. We did it for like, I think, two weeks or three weeks. And then after that, we were just like, nope, nope, this is not going to work. And then now we're here. So I don't know. Uh, Chris, you want to start us off? I have a few thoughts in terms of what started to annoy me about Clubhouse. Uh and it's probably going to be the same for you guys. And I've seen other people mention it as well. Notifications. You had notifications turned on for Clubhouse. My goodness. Like, <laughs> I would say two or three an hour about anyone that you follow is now in a room with this person. And there was no way to really turn that off. So for me, it got to a point where it's like, okay, well, I don't want to see this anymore. So I just turned off the notifications. And that just disconnected me from even thinking about Clubhouse whatsoever. Like before, I'd be like, oh, Daniel Schiff has joined this room. Oh, I want to hear that. I'll jump in. But now I'm not getting any notifications, yeah. so I'm not joining. And he any was rooms. joining some Japanese rooms, right? Was he? I remember. I remember <laughs> one night I saw Daniel Schiffer join that room, and it was full of Japanese people that they were talking about. You know, I was like, "Whoa, he knows Japanese as well." Like, does he? <laughs> yeah, but I can't hear. I can't hear anything else. <laughs> like, I can't understand anything. You know, Clubhouse. Uh, as it, it started as a very good um, uh, medium where you can connect with uh, other creators, you can connect with other people who share the same interests with you, and of course, you know, meet new connections and hang out with uh, people with the same interests. However, I think that very quickly it started to become a medium that it's okay, but there are plenty of good conversations that you won't have the opportunity to listen again to them yeah. because they're not recorded. So if you're not on the right at the right time, on the right room, you're going to lose everything. And also, I believe it had a, a very huge hype when it's initially, you know, uh, was introduced to the people. But maybe all these masters of the field, <laughs> you know, I believe this kind of masters get the club, turn the clubhouse to a little bit of how to get rich. For example, me, I don't know about you guys, but in these two weeks, I'm a trillionaire. Uh, I know everything about stocks. Uh, I know about YouTube and how to gain 2 million subscribers in two days. Don't, don't get impressed why I didn't, I, I don't want to. I don't want, but I know the process, how to do that. And, you know, it turned a little bit to more of a lead generator, in my yeah. opinion, than hang with your friends. So yeah. I believe the whole idea that we started this as, uh, let's talk about how was our week. And we say, okay, should we do that, a podcast? And on podcast, the thing is that it's going to be forever recorded. For the people who want to see our faces, okay, we're going to have yeah. the YouTube channel as well. And also, we're going to have the opportunity as we are figuring it out. Mm -hmm. my God. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get better <laughs> to that. To have uh, other people as guests, uh, people who are uh, 
master on their fields, but, you know, with uh, um, examples of what they do and feature them that we all know. And I hope that we're going to have the opportunity to feature them on this podcast as well. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Yeah, of course. I I think that's that's definitely uh, something that we want to do. And I think one of the ideas that I'd pitched to you guys earlier as well was maybe we could bring in like a guest that one of us only knows uh, which guest we're bringing in and then the other guys don't really know who we're bringing in. And then kind of be like a surprise um, where the other people can try to guess. And then that way, it's also a lot more uh, on the fly rather than, you know, rehearsed or anything like that. But yeah, like, I mean, quickly going back to the clubhouse thing, I think I think you hit it on the point. Um, I noticed that like initially it was really good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like the tool for networking and everything like that, it was really good. Like I got in touch with people that, you know, I didn't really think I would have been able to get in touch with. Uh, but initially when Clubhouse first came out, it was so exclusive. There were invites only. So I was in rooms with like huge people that, you know, had huge followings, but you know, there were only like five people in there or like 10 people in there. So the networking aspect was really good. But like you said, I mean, like it got to a point where it turned out like every room I was in, everyone was like an expert on something and everyone was just trying to teach something. And it became a lot more kind of like just go in to learn something. And then even if it was a platform, and I think that's where we kind of started was we just wanted to go talk about certain topics. But what I find is like the certain topic starts and then it just gets derailed because all these people, uh, like the purpose of Clubhouse is to give everybody a chance to come on stage and talk and everything. And the topics just go all over the place. And so if you want to like tune into a podcast to listen about certain something, um, like FPV drones, for example, then you may only get like two seconds of that. And then somebody else is going to have another question and it'll go somewhere else. But yeah, I I think, uh, I think you guys pretty much nailed it. I think it was a, like a great idea. I think it needs to be re like done a little bit differently somehow. Like ultimately, like the idea there is amazing. It's just there needs to be a better way to manage the rooms that you're in. And I'd love to get back on it, but uh, I think they need to change some things first. And I don't know whether that's going to be the death of the app now or not. I don't know. What do you guys think? You think that's it? It's done now? Or you think, because none of us use it now really, right? I think it has future. Uh, I'm using it, to be honest, for five minutes per day. Yeah. I I remember I was using it for uh, two hours. Hours, yeah. and I was uh, from the kind of people who said, I'm going to get the AirPods Pro so I can <laughs> listen to Clubhouse and have uh, conversations more often. But one thing that was very frustrating was you were in a room and uh, you were listening to a conversation and you might want to join the conversation in a very specific minute, right? Minutes, if not seconds, to just add your opinion or your value. And I couldn't understand some moderators in the rooms that they were saying, if you want to have something to say on the room, raise your uh, hands and um, you're going to come join and talk, right? And as soon as you were fishing, thank you so much for uh, having this opinion and see you later. Bye-bye. So if you had, because you could be, you could join as not only a listener, but as a speaker, but you would like to speak after an hour or after 45 minutes. It doesn't mean, and of course, the extreme opposite of that, people that they were joining rooms and they weren't stopped talking. Like, mm-hmm. can I say something? Okay, for example, Tasif, is it okay the Sony MX or the AirPods Max? Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah. if they had added a chat, it would have made it very different? Like, I kind of feel like a, a little chat would have been, yeah. like a little chat box would have been great. 
Maybe 100%. You, you get uh, you raise your hand and now you can come up into an area where you can now chat. Like that, I think that might have really changed the dynamic of it. Just that little touch, but. Oh, for sure. And I think it's still a pretty good tool, but use it in supplement to something else. So for example, like, uh, like I think, uh, Patrick Tommaso, he brought up like, what if you release like a YouTube video and then held like a clubhouse right after to talk about that video or whatever or a live stream. to film or that. A live yeah. Stream. Yeah. Or like even this podcast, right? You, you post podcast like discussion or something. I think that would be kind of cool. To be honest, I, agree, I think yeah. Twitter spaces is going to be if they if they work it correctly because on Twitter you have the other elements of Twitter is going to be a better, you know, a, mm -hmm. a better, a bigger thing, if I can say from a clubhouse. But of course, future, future is going to show everything. Yeah, we'll see. We don't really know at this point. So yeah. how, how do you do with your channels? What do you see about the audiences, uh, the metrics and basically the content that you create? How, how do you see the whole uh, picture for 2021? We are already in March, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> go on to see if you go first. I know you got no, lots to say. No, no. I, I was just laughing about it because I was just uh, messaging you guys, messaging you guys about this yesterday. I mean, I don't know, like for my channel, like, like, dude, my channel was taking off, like initially, like, and at least for the level that I was at, um, for me that like, I, I was seeing some good growth and then suddenly I got like creator on the rise, uh, from YouTube. So they put me on like the trending page or something like that, but it was only the trending page for YouTube Canada. Right. And, and I was confused because I didn't really see any growth coming out of it. Like literally my growth had gone down. So like I was increasing by like 150 to like 200 subs a day. And then when I got creator on the rise that week, it was like 50 subs. And then ever since after that, it's only, it's like gone down. Right. And I was confused because everybody that I saw that got creator on the rise in like us, they had like, like crazy spikes and like their sub count and viewership and everything like that. So I, I feel YouTube actually destroyed my growth. I don't know how, I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was, it was weird. And Patrick, uh, went through something similar as well that he mentioned. You know what? I actually went through exactly the same thing when I I got creator on the rise not last summer, the summer before. I'm the I only didn't... one who didn't get. <laughs> it's <laughs> good. It's good, Emilio. Oh, wow. You don't want it. I I uh I didn't see any growth at all, like nothing at all. Mm. I didn't even realize I was creator on the rise to the day after, and it had already yeah. come and gone. Uh, but yeah, I didn't see anything either. But again, it was because for the same reason as you. I think it was just because it was Canada based, and like Canada. seventy percent of my audience is from the states. And he goes like states, imagine, UK, imagine Germany, to become, Canada. Imagine to become a creator on the rise in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is that one of the things that I wish YouTube was easier for us is me personally, as a, as a person, as a guy, as a personality, I like to experiment to new things. Like, I like something, I want to try it. If I'm good, I'm staying at it. If I see that and I'm not good and I don't like it, I'm not staying at it. And uh, I started this YouTube channel with uh, tutorials because I knew from the beginning that I want to have gear, but I didn't have the opportunity to get gear to review, right? So I said, I'm going to start building a brand. I'm going to start building the brand by giving away to the people the knowledge that I have on the program that I love. So I started creating tutorials in Final Cut Pro. And I said, eventually, when I will get subscribers, when the channel is going to be bigger, I'm going to have gear as well to review. So 
you know, and brands reaching out to me and have the opportunity to have the brands and things yeah. are going to be easier in the future. What I didn't realize is that you create a different niche inside your channel. So your channel is very difficult to grow uh, at the same time with a different niche. Mm. It's true. I don't think yeah. people really understand when you start a YouTube channel that you, you're going to put yourself into a niche. Like it's something that yep. really YouTube needs to make a little bit more clear when you start a channel. It's like, what's your channel going to be about and are you going to stick with it? Because it should be like boxes you tick so people kind of know. Because it really does, if you want to change, it's tough. I guess we're all kind of figuring out now. Like, um, I, I, as I was talking with you guys earlier, I, I have videos that they're skyrocketing. For for example, I posted a video one, one and a half week ago that got... 13,000 views and I spend hours, endless hours to create a gear review that it's taking like 600, 700 or 1,000 views. And I'm like, okay, eventually people are going to find out about this video, you know, eventually. <laughs> so this is something that uh, keeps me going and saying at, at the end of the day, to be honest, I'm okay with the video that I create because at the end of the day, this is a part of your portfolio. Like if you say I'm a YouTuber and create videos and I create gear reviews as well, I can show this video even if it has 300 views, right? But Tassif is stuck. He's frozen. Okay. Yeah, am I pause. frozen? Can you guys still hear me or no? We can hear you, but... Uh, we can hear you're you, not moving. you're <laughs> yeah. frozen when your eyes not I, moving. Should, what do I do? Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can... Okay, stand this. up. Stand up with your two fingers in the air. Put your left... free Back? Oh. Back. Now he's yeah. gone. Okay. Back to reality. What? There he is. No. There. You can see? Okay, perfect. And we're back. The, the good thing with that, I believe, is that you're going to have locally recorded the video. So I believe at the end of the podcast, we're going to have um, the actual video that we're going to work for the YouTube session. Okay. And uh, for the audience, we're figuring it out. Okay, it's the first episode. This is the introduction of what you're going to listen from us in the future. We yeah. have a lot of um, the goodwill to start something good. And of course... Uh, <laughs> If uh, you like what you hear and what you are going to hear in the future, I don't know if you know exactly what you're going to listen to the future, you can follow us on the platform that you're going to listen to this podcast and, of course, on the YouTube channel to... Okay, I'm going to leave Chris to say that because he's better <laughs> than me on that. Okay, Chris, you're up. To say subscribe? Like, do that? Yes! That... yes. Oh, I don't even say that. I stopped saying that. I hate it. I, I don't even say that on my channel. That's why I told you. That. I know. <laughs> That's funny. But Smash yeah, that like you know button down do. below. Click the subscribe button if you haven't already. What that? What's, is who else says that? Someone says that exact phrase. Is that Peter? Peter. He, he says that exact Probably. thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing the the two hit combo. Yeah. I stopped saying that a while ago because I just didn't like. I didn't like the the force of like forcing people to click the subscribe button just for the sake of doing it. I kind of like the organic. I even stopped the intros on the video. We don't mm -hmm. have, we don't need to have intros. What's mm -hmm. the point? Yeah. <laughs> like I, it helps for certain genres. Like it depends on the genre that you're trying to do. Um, I think like if you're trying to do like an actual, like a, like almost like a TV show or a news segment or, or like a game show or something like that, then of course having something like that helps. But for most of us who are like, you know, just 
quick, you know, videos about gear tech products or whatnot. I don't, I don't know if we need intros, but yeah. They want the I content know. just like straight away. Yeah. yeah. First second, you're getting your content. Don't buy this or buy this. Don't buy Thank this. You. Yeah. Buy. It costs <laughs> this amount of money. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've, I've been doing that and I find it works. You put the, the hook at the beginning, like find the, the most clickbaity bit of the video, like yeah. three seconds or whatever, put it at the beginning and then just cut it. And then people want to continue watching. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a great idea. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's a Mr. Beast idea or Mr. Logan yeah, Paul, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. How's, how, what's the name of the editor? Of, uh, Hayden Hillier Smith. That's the conference I'm actually about to go to in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. You're, you're, like you're not going to be thing. there in 10 yeah. minutes. It's in I saw 25. that. Sorry. I saw that actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what no, is I went that to conference? the last one. Uh, basically the last one I went to, he, he was just kind of just breaking down, uh, like his thought process and editing and everything like that and how that he actually goes through an edit. Um, and I love his editing style. Like I think he does a fantastic job. So I was actually really curious. So this time around when he did a second one, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll log in and I'll see. Uh, he, he's kind of just walks through, um, his thought process and thinks that like, the decisions he makes and it's amazing like how how much detail he goes into uh with like every second is like curated mm -hmm. like can i hold a person's attention for these next two seconds with whatever i'm gonna put in here if not it's out like like i i look at it things like like chunks of like one minute okay was that one minute like worth yeah. it like he's looking at it like micro like um so I, i just found that very fascinating and that's just something that interests me so i thought you know what i'll jump in for the next one but Yeah, I think I think it's there's a lot to be said with that. Like especially uh, Chris, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, I think the style that you mentioned works so well is because it hooks people, and you're kind of just valuing people's time, right? Like rather than having like a really blown long, out like long intro and like kind of just holding people, trying to hold people's attention till the very end, where you tell them, okay, this is worth it or not. You're giving people value right away, and then people can decide whether they want to stay with you longer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love the way he was talking about in that podcast as well, uh, like how he does the pacing and it's like he'll do like lots of one second cuts and then when he needs you to focus on something, it'll be like a two second cut and subliminally you're just, you're picking up that that's important. Uh, he has a lot of tips. Like Emilio, if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should 100% listen to it. His podcast, his personal podcast. Uh, no, the, he was on Polar Pro. Polar Pro with Dave. Dave yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've listened. I've listened. Yeah. Listen. For me, uh, I was always trying to figure out, and I don't know if I'm going to sound like um, uh, we say the lawyer, the lawyer, lawyer of the devil, but I was trying to find out what people like to see on the internet. And when I was looking to creators like Mr. Beast or Logan Paul, they're the big deal, right, on YouTube. But then I like to see also the age of the audience. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching what is the average age of the people who are watching them? And then it comes the question, what are you, for example? What are we? Because I know, Chris, I don't know, Tassif, I believe you as well. We're millennials, right? <laughs> so we're boomers, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the, the style of uh, being on a millennial age and being able to create content for the, genera for the newer generations to have all this speed and uh, fast edits and how you can hoop the, the audience and stay on the video and watch the whole video. It's very good to see that on video editing, 
but in my opinion is also something that always is going to count for YouTube or TV or any sort of video, which is the personality and the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the people that I'm talking a little bit slow, but you know, English is not my native language, so a lot of time I'm translating things. Plus you've got your radio voice going on too. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, it's the thing that there is the personality and uh, who is behind, you know, the video that you're talking and what is the story. Now, this specific editor on creating stories, he's he's creating masterpieces on how he, he can get some footages and create stories from them, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I believe all of us who create content on YouTube, we should, space, we should uh, place our eyes onto that. How he creates stories out of his... How we can make, for example, a tutorial, a story. Jesse Driftwood does that. Mm-hmm. Peter McKinnon is one of the creators that you want to see his videos, whatever he posts, because you see his personality, his character, and he, he made a persona, basically. He's a character. Mm-hmm. in a movie and he makes videos that you want to see and he can make a story out of uh, his new office he can make a story why he got out so this is something that uh amazed me and i want to dig uh dig dig deeper into it so we can go aside the uh, specific keys and uh, what you can do with color grading or transitions or video editing or keyframing on how to edit that. Okay, we're not uh, healers and good, but we're good at that. How we can transform all of that process to create better stories and how we can make a, a whole video. For example, I remember I wanted to create something uh, cinematic. And then I realized that my frame sucks. So I said, my lighting sucks. So if I don't fix the lighting, if I don't learn, so I started studying on lighting, how I can work with light to get an image that it's gonna look like cinema. Because if you don't have lighting, if you don't have framing, you can create something that is going to be attractive for the viewer. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, or if it's only our age that we see that, or we are these weirdos that we see Netflix or, you know, other movies and we say, okay, let's see. Okay, this is a 35 mil. Uh-huh, this is the light and we have the particle. And mm. <laughs> Do you sometimes think that that gets in the way though? Like I find the more you start thinking about lighting and trying to get a shot just perfect, it really stops you from actually creating yeah. the whole video that you set out to do. And at least for myself, like I, the amount of time I spent to, get my angle looking good for the backdrop back there. Like it's instead of just sitting down and filming something and not caring about it, I find sometimes it really impedes our ability to make the videos. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you guys are onto something there. I think uh, like Emilio said, for me at least, the biggest reason I watch somebody is because of personality. Like I don't care how good the backdrop is or how like, you know, amazing their lighting or cinematics or anything like that are sure it does help. And I think that, that era of like having like really good cinematic visuals and everything like that. 
I feel like we're kind of past that now. Like initially that was mm -hmm. huge. And there, like, you know, I was subscribing to a lot of people that had that sort of like uh, differentiating factor. Uh, but I think now everybody has like somewhat like a decent setup. Mm -hmm. Everybody has decent cinematics. Everybody's shooting with like $5,000, like Sony a7S three cameras. So it's like everybody has like that wow factor right and it goes back to the basics of why people choose to watch certain people over others and for me at least that's personality and that's the reason why for example even till this day anytime potato jet puts out a video i will watch potato jet's video Same. even if i'm not interested in what he has to show it's just his personality is so um fun and it's like it's just very entertaining to watch i agree with also, that also should yeah. i say for for another creator that you know I would love to feature him here on the podcast. I don't know if we ever have the opportunity to bring him here. Josio. Like, oh, he yes. came out of nowhere for us, right? Mm -hmm. And he's yeah. creating some videos that we're saying this is all the different aspects of creating a film. He's doing them by himself, right? He even yeah. created a, a different character the, with, uh, with the AI, you know, stuff that he, he was creating different script for that. You said why... You've seen why he does his YouTube channel now, though. He, he posted it somewhere recently. Did you see that? About yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. he was trying to be an actor. Yeah. But, you know, I would yeah. I would like for the people uh, who haven't listened to just your story to, if we have the chance to feature him here or the podcast, mm -hmm. because, because mm -hmm. it would be a great uh, opportunity to for the people to listen. And also, uh, for the people who are listening right now, we have a lot of connections and friends so that we're going to try and bring here and a lot of creators that they, you know, they also love on YouTube or they would like to ask them questions. And we're going to try to be as much interactive as we can also with social media if they have any questions or if they want to have. But of course, after we figure it out, because <laughs> third time is the term. <laughs> there you go. I think every episode we should try and see how many times we can squeeze it in. <laughs> the figure, the figure it's just subliminal, yeah. put it in people's minds. <laughs> They're going to be stuff. I don't want to leave. It's, it's like when there's a movie and they say the title of the movie in the movie. I'm like, I hate this movie now. <laughs> like, you know what like I mean? Creep, like Creep from Ready Hood. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Oasis, Guys, Wonder Woman. Uh, I got to yes. get going. Yeah, that's all good. Let's. Yeah. Uh, we can wrap it up. This is, yes, this is the introduction. This is the episode so we can be up, create yeah. the artwork, have the description. Uh, everyone, you're going to see our details on the description of this podcast and on uh, the YouTube uh, video. Uh, we don't know how we're going to move on the future as for live streaming or we might do a podcast with live streaming so we can have questions when we be bigger. Mm -hmm. We will figure it out for sure in the future. And uh, for me... Have a wonderful day from wherever you listen to us. I know I don't want it to be a cliche, but I must say to everyone, stay safe and be as much uh, careful with uh, yourself, first of all, and with your community, um, you know, whatever that means, because we're still in this kind of era. And bye-bye uh, yeah. from me and... Bye-bye. Bye-bye from me too. I don't need to say anything more. Like you nailed it perfectly. There you go. You nailed it. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, wrap it up and uh, we'll see everyone next week, right? I hope so. I hope so. Okay. okay. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure chatting. Bye, Talk everybody. Talk to you guys soon.
Take care. See Bye. ya.